This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. I don't hear an echo, if that helps. I think it's my headphones. I think it's, I think it's me. That's Uh-oh. Not good. That's not a good start. It's not a good start at all. We'll see if we can, we can figure it out. It's, again, it's, uh, I feel like Taylor Swift. It's me. Hi. I'm, I'm <laughs> the problem. It's me. Uh, that's what we got going on today. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you what. Uh, this is when we go through the intro. Uh, this is the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in here on the Ticket Radio Network, and of course, there's so many different ways you can find us, and that is, of course, on your radio dial and online at 953theticket.com. Additionally, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and then searching for KNEA. If you want to shout at us today, that is easy enough. You can just call us at 870-930-3776 on the Ritter Communications hotline, or excuse me, the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. Apologies, old habits die hard a little bit. Same sponsor, different name. Yeah. And I tell you what, uh, we are having a, a microphone issue. It's, it's a little bit of a tin can situation. So I'm not sure what, what buttons we need to hit, but I know I'm not, I'm not coming through. The way I, I need to. So, yeah. Ah, yeah, that sounds better. All right. Yeah, that's a winner. There we go. Well, the good news is we've done this for six years now. So, if you listen very often, you all already have the intro memorized. So, we're not going to go through that again. We're going to skip right to the good stuff and do the introductions. I'm Kara Ritchie, joined in studio today for hour one by Keith Merritt, who's with us. Good afternoon. And now we've got. Do I sound? Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. Is it? Is it Monday? And I was unaware. No, it's Thursday. All right, there we go. There we go. And now let's see. All right, I'm good. Keith's good. And I'm good. Producer Alex Galbraith is here with us. Are you good? I assume I'm good. All right. All right. We're three for three. We're good. We're good. All right. Uh, intro. Intro. Blah blah blah. Something. Something. <laughs> Headlines. Let's get to it. Let's talk about what's going on uh, right now uh, in, in Northeast Arkansas in terms of some of uh, the programs, of course, that, that we keep tabs on. Last night, a big win behind a big return for Arkansas State women's basketball. So the Red Wolves were able to top Hendricks 95-50 to at First National Bank Arena behind five players in double figures. Kia Patton was one of those. She recorded a double-double in her return. Ten points, ten rebounds. Kia Patton is a bucket. She's great. I was so excited, man. So excited. We'll talk plenty about some A-State women's hoops today. Uh, Izzy Higginbottom was the leading scorer. She Izzy's had 19 points. <laughs> <laughs> so A-State is now 1-2. and two. On the season. By the way, some days, you know, we, we get some feedback on, on the phones and not as much on others. But just wait until you have a day when your microphone doesn't work for two minutes and you realize people are actually listening. They're listening. Hey, hey your mic is your mic is off. Your mic your, your mic's mic, off. Your mic is off. So thank you, Bray and Billy and Mr. A. 
for the quick heads up. I appreciate you guys keeping us in line. Uh, looking elsewhere, of course, A-State football continues to prep for Saturday's trip to Texas State. Both the Red Wolves and the Bobcats enter the game with identical records of 3-7 and seven overall, 1-5 and five in Sunbelt play, of course, as we all know. Texas State led offensively by A-State transfers Lane Hatcher at quarterback and Lincoln Perry at running back kickoff Saturday at 4 o'clock. Elsewhere, Arkansas, uh, ninth-ranked Arkansas, cruised to a win last night at Bud Walton Arena. They topped South Dakota State 71-56. Ricky Council led four Razorbacks in double figures as he finished with 19 points. Hogs 3-0. I hope none of you put money on it. That was the... Capital B, capital B, bad beat game last night. We'll talk ah. about it. Uh, talk about it more coming up later. Do you want to throw out the CapitalCars.com question, though? And I am curious, as this is a question for the A-State faithful today, if you consider Texas State to be a budding rivalry game. Now, I say budding because this series only goes back to, to 2013. So it's certainly not an old rivalry it's hard to build a rivalry in nine years especially when there are rivalry games that go back 50 60 whoever right knows i mean when you've got all of those lengthy histories with the cajuns with memphis with memphis with the warhawks it certainly is not it's not in that category and i'm not asking you today if you put it in that category but do you consider this a budding rivalry do you think this is a team you could really hate in the future? And that is our CavadawCars.com question. Now, of course, uh, because I love polls, they're just so easy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> At Kara underscore Richie, again, hashtag WDRZ is where you find it. We've given you a couple, three options here. You can say no, never. You just, nah, nah. Meh. Or, yeah, yeah. You can say that, that yes, you're going to kind of view this as a rivalry for the next few years. Or you could say, yeah, for the foreseeable future, you can you can see this as a rivalry game. Um, I guess Texas State has been not that, not that the Sun Belt necessarily pushes rivalry games, but when there are weekends and people are playing their geographical rivals, when you've got the Georges playing each other and Troy and South playing each other and the Cajuns and Warhawks playing each other, this is this is who A State gets paired with, and it's not yeah. that these are necessarily super geographically close. It's just kind of process of elimination <laughs> as much as anything else but um you have kind of sort of the geography factor and of course you also have some interesting you know personnel factors that have, that have came along in this one now we know what this year's is but it's not the first time this has been a game that's been circled on the calendar a little bit for either the a-state side or the texas state side um, i flash back to the 2014 game between Arkansas State and Texas State. Of course, that was the very first year of the Blake Anderson era. And the Texas State defensive coordinator, a guy by the name of John Thompson. So you can imagine... Who had had that job at Arkansas State. <laughs> yes. As well as a couple of di different interim head coaching jobs at Arkansas State. 2-0 in bowl yeah. games is John Thompson. And, you know, it was it was not a secret uh, that, that he was, you know, hoping to be in the consideration for that head coaching job. It, it did not happen. It went to Brian Harson in, in 2013. It went to Blake Anderson in 2014. And he decided to, to depart as Anderson brought in his own guys. And, uh, of course, Thompson became the defensive coordinator there for a few years at Texas State. And it was his uh, defense uh, behind uh, some really good offensive production 
from Texas State that powered them to a win in 2014 in, in San Marcos. A-State then went on to win the next four in the series, but uh, right now it's it's been a two-game slide to Texas State. Now, every game the past couple of years that the Bobcats have won has been super competitive. In fact, those two games over the past two years have been decided by two points apiece. So two wins for Texas State by a combined four points. It's been close. The records would tell us that it will be close again this year. Uh, just based on win-losses, performances, things like that. But, again, uh, the overall question, do you consider this Texas State game a budding rivalry? I will say it might be more heated if their fan base was more mouthy. I <laughs> don't really, and, and maybe some of you do. I, this fan base at Texas State and San Marcos can be vicious. Absolutely vicious. But... So far in my experience, they have directed their venom much more internally yeah. than to anybody else in the Sun Belt Conference. I know they have fans. They, they certainly do. Oh, they have a <laughs> passionate yeah. fan base. But you I don't know, get vicious without passion. But I know when I personally have interacted with, with other fan bases across the league, the ones that get on my nerves the most and they get on my nerves because they're passionate you look at app state you look at georgia southern you look at some of the newcomers in in james madison you look at you look at uh marshall the barstool coastal carolina account is insufferable there's just a handful of of those those fans <laughs> across the league and texas state isn't quite up there yet but uh who knows uh, we'll see how that uh, continues now, to if develop. texas state ever gets good I think that everyone in the belt will learn to hate their fan base. Yeah, I know that there were a number of Sun Belt fan bases that got real tired of Arkansas State winning during the five and five. We were insufferable as a fan base. I will say that publicly because not only was A State going out and kicking butt and taking names, but if there were not thirty-five players on a twenty-two player list of Sun Belt All Conference picks. We were complaining about it, and I was leading the charge. So I'm sure there are plenty of fan bases that have no issues right now seeing Arkansas State struggle because at least we're not quite as insufferable about it. We'll go ahead and step aside for our first break here in this hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Come back and talk more A-State and Texas State on the field right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, every vehicle, new and pre-owned, is priced to sell at Central Nissan. If you want the best deal for Christmas, now's the time to shop. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. Get your ride knockout pretty again with TKO Mobile Detail. Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. 
That's 870-284-2524. Gift-giving season is upon us, and Unique Inc. wants to help add the personal to your favorite person's perfect present. They have a fabulous array of gift items in store like cups, tumblers, license plates, and tote bags that you can customize. But that's just the beginning. Unlike some companies, Unique Inc. will personalize anything. Bring in your Christmas stockings, personal items, and keepsakes to add that extra special touch this year. When you think custom Christmas, think Unique Inc. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. Jim's Pond shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Looking for the perfect personalized gift? If so, visit the customization station at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart for custom embroidery, vinyl, and laser engraving. Max can embroider or engrave your company logo right there in the store on hundreds of products, including clothing and gifts, to calls, Yeti cups, even gun cases, and so much more for those truly personalized gifts. So stop in or just email custom at maxpw.com and make your purchase even that more unique. The customization station at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday. And I got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard to find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Workday Red Zone, this hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. It's Kara, it's Keith, it's Alex, hanging out with you today in studio. And we're asking you if you consider Texas State to be a budding rivalry game for Arkansas State. Again, it's a short series history, but is there enough animosity there for you? Or do you see animosity growing over these next couple of years that, that you could start to consider Texas State a rivalry? Now, 
we are uh, not talking about a rivalry as intense as perhaps the brawl of the wild which no. Keith was informing me about <laughs> during the the break, which, by the way, that's that's Montana and Montana State. I love all the rivalry games in college football that we get to start talking about this time of year. Yep. And and the the list of them is is never-ending, it feels like. But I was really not that familiar with the Great Divide Trophy until Keith informed me about it. So it's The Sickos Committee tweeted it out, and as I am a practicing sicko. <laughs> I'm a big fan of their work as well. But uh, but uh, this uh, this rivalry game between Montana and Montana State it goes it it goes uh, the A State Texas State goes back to 2013, uh, Montana Montana State goes back to 1897. Yeah. So there's a little little difference. Little history. Uh, yeah. And also uh, I don't know, um, I really wish there were some more A State rivalry trophies. In theory, there's a paint bucket in a closet somewhere somewhere in the Memphis Athletic Facility. For the paint bucket bowl that nobody has seen in, you know, 50 years. Yeah, at least that. But uh, I don't think they're going to lose the trophy for the Brawl of the Wild anytime soon. The, no. <laughs> the Great Divide trophy, first off, looks insane. It's got a giant mountain range on it with grizzlies and wildcats on different sides of it. And you know a trophy is legit when you see pictures of it. And it's being carried by anywhere from four to six football players. I don't know how much the Montana lineman can lift, but this trophy weighs 300 pounds. So it takes several of them to <laughs> transport yeah. it from point A to point B. Pretty that, good that trophy. Is, that is a big deal in Montana. Anywhere else, not so much, but boy, in Montana. Again, I, I was not that familiar with the Brawl of the Wild, the but Brawl of the Wild. That trophy is is amazing. Big fan of the trophy. Much better looking than the Land Grant Trophy. <laughs> looking at uh, what's coming up this weekend again, whether or not you consider it a rivalry game, it it, it is going to be Arkansas State at at Texas State. We'll start with the uh, the fashion report that dropped this morning. Oh, good! I didn't see the fashion report. I'm always fascinated by the never ending hot takes from the the apparel fans, or not fans in some cases. But um, interestingly enough, this is going to be the second time this season where Arkansas State is in is in road blacks because A-State played, you know, at Old Dominion and they had a whiteout. They had a whiteout, yeah. And now Texas State is also having a whiteout okay. uh, coming up. So I think A-State wore, at ODU, they wore the black with the red numbers, and they're going to be wearing more of the, the gray and sil- the silver and, and blacks uh, coming up this weekend at Texas State. So a white lid. A black top, black bottoms, and white cleats. I, Kitty, I, I, I don't even know how these look on the road because obviously, typically, I don't really know how these look on TV because I am usually when A State has yeah, these jerseys they're, on their home, they're at home and, and you see them. I love these jerseys in Jonesboro because I'm fairly confident that these numbers are reflective enough to be seen from space. So there's some of my favorite jerseys in the entire A-State lineup. Although I know several of you have a have a difference of opinion. But that's that's where I'm at in terms of my fashion takes. How well can I see the numbers? Yes. That's what makes a jersey good or bad to me. Um, although, again, I know several of you have uh, have other opinions. By the way, the sticker on the lid this week, it is the, uh, the, the black outline, uh, Red Wolf. So it's uh, so not any red in the in the jersey scheme coming up this weekend uh 
again, I, I don't know if anybody is is ready or not to consider this a rivalry game, but if you were sitting down as a fan and you were making the list, you were ranking these games one through twelve in terms of, you know, oh, I I kind of want to win this one, maybe more than another one. I bet you wouldn't have this one at at the lowest, maybe at, at third. I think one is either, I think one and two probably Memphis and Ohio State. Ohio State obviously because it's it would be yeah because it would be, you would be able to milk yeah. that for well how long has that milked that win at Michigan? Fifteen years. Yeah, you'd be able to milk that for at least fifteen twenty years. Of course, Memphis. It's going to be high up there because it's Memphis. It's Memphis. Yeah, Maybe you have the Cajuns in there at three as well, so Texas yeah. State drops to four. But I, I'm guessing it is certainly, certainly on the top half of the list and, and maybe as, as high as one or two for some of you in, t- in terms of teams that you really want to beat. I mean, ultimately, everybody wants to have faith in, in their head coach and his decisions. So you want to have, have faith that Butch Jones made the right call to continue to stick with James Blackman and, you know, have Lane Hatcher go elsewhere for the opportunity to, to play and be a starting quarterback, which he wants to do, and, and certainly... And he's had the chance yeah, to do that yeah. at San Marcos. Additionally, you know, you want to feel like Butch Jones was correct in continuing to go with uh, Johnny Lang and on top of that bringing in Brian Sneed and continuing to have those guys out there as opposed to a situation where Lincoln Perry would be getting more reps. Now, at the end of the day, is are any of these answers crystal clear? Well, I, I don't feel like it because I continue to maintain that one of the biggest reasons A-State has struggled this season is, is because of the offensive line. And that significantly impacts how your quarterback is going to play and how your run game is going to go. But, if, you don't have, if you don't have blocking, you're not going to gain yardage from the ground and your quarterback's going to be running for his life. And what he is allowed to do will, will diminish. Yeah. So it's hard to know right now that, you know, what the correct choice is based just on statistics. But we'll get to see these guys square off. Um, 930, by the way, 3776 is the number to call. Of course, we've spent the bulk of our conversation talking about Texas State about two players. There's going to be ten other, excuse me, nine other guys on, on the field on on offense, 11 guys out. Neither Lincoln Perry nor Lane Hatcher play defense, and that's a huge factor going into this one. Neither of them are going to be out there on special teams. That's a huge factor going into this one. And I, I am a little bit concerned about about Texas State on on defense. You know, once again, they've, they've got a good run defense. A-State, A-State has a below-average run game. And when that below-average run game is going against an above-average run-stopping defense, bad things happen. And when you can't run the ball, the offense gets pretty one-dimensional, and then next thing you know, you can't throw the ball either. And then when you can't throw the ball, all of a sudden you're in a lot of situations where you've got all these three and outs, and then next thing you know, your defense is on the field. And is gassed. And just cannot stop a hard-charging marching band by the fourth quarter. To borrow a phrase from one of my faves, Joe Cawthon. So, how is Arkansas State going to be able to run the football in this game? And I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't, by the way, and I, I forgot to 
to listen or to look this week. I don't know the status of Brian Sneed. He played, I think, one or two snaps last week. He had a carry. He's probably out there for more than just one snap, but he only had a carry. Now, that did mean we saw a little bit of Marcel Murray. More than and we, we saw some to. vintage yeah. Marcel yeah. Murray. So, if Marcel Murray can build off of what he did last week, well, then one, obviously the, the Brian Sneed departure doesn't hurt you as much. And then two, you know, Marcel Murray, if he just if he just finds a hole, man, I, I guess I, I just kind of forgot. How explosive yes. he is. Yes, yes. How, and how fast he is. Nobody was catching him last week. Nobody is going to, nobody's going to catch him. Nobody's going to stop him if he's able to get through a hole. But you got to give him a hole. He's a stick a foot in the ground and take off north and south runner. When you look at what uh, what Texas State is going to be doing on on offense, I don't feel like their their offensive line is necessarily spectacular, but they do it. They do a, a probably average, slightly above average job of protecting Lane Hatcher. That's pretty important. So probably have have an edge there. Uh, I tell you what, I've got just a, a couple of clips split up from their head football coach. Jake Spavadol, we're not going to go through just a ton of, of audio from him, but since I've got two clips, I thought we could go ahead and, and listen to those two clips uh, quickly. One thing that uh, he starts here by talking about, uh, you know, how he sizes up last week for Texas State. Of course, they were on the road, fell to 0-6 on the road. They lost to South Alabama and uh, kind of gives a little bit of a, a recap of the last time out for the Bobcats. Yeah, uh, looking back at uh, Saturday, uh, you know, another tough tough loss um you know dealing with a, a bunch of circumstances with uh injuries and moving parts which uh, i thought our kids uh handled it uh pretty well at going into the second half you know the first half we got hit with some things where we're already low on some numbers and and uh you know i thought our, our defense was playing very well in that first half our offense was trying to find a rhythm we only had 17 snaps in that in that first half and finally we made some halftime adjustments got some personnel decisions kind of moved around uh and I thought the kids handled it well, you know. And, but when you got into the second half, the offense got into the rhythm, and uh, the defense, um, you know, had uh, was kind of really playing too many snaps. Was on the field a lot. They were uh, six of six on fourth down, uh, which extended those drives a lot and uh, made it very difficult uh, uh, to to come back from that. But uh, you know, like when you look at it, like you know, the complimentary side of uh, football was not being played. It was like we all had our our best moments when the other side was not playing very well, and uh, uh, that's something that uh, you know it was unfortunate where it was at. But I think our kids are, are pretty you know resilient where they're at. I know we're not playing for uh, bowl bowl eligibility uh, you know these last two weeks, but uh, we are at home. Uh, these kids, uh, you know, they showed back up and went right back to work. Uh, you know, they, they've got a lot to play for because they want to end, uh, you know, these seniors kind of on a high note with uh, these last two weeks of the season. So uh, still a lot to play for in, the, in our eyes, uh, you know, and uh, just understand we got to keep chipping away. It's going to be kind of unique with all the different types of bodies that are going to be played this week, but uh, they'll be ready for the challenge. Texas State is is somewhat in the same position that, that A-State is in and that a, a lot of what happens on Saturday is just going to be dictated by who. <laughs> who is out there? Who's who, out there? Who is able to be out there for your team? It ain't the X's and O's, it's the Jimmy's and Joe's. And if Jimmy and Joe are both standing on the sidelines in a walking boot, then it's tougher. I know with A State, it seems like, you know, you take 
you take a step forward, you then you take two steps back almost. You know, you get you get you flash back to last week, you had some of your, you know, you finally had some healthy cornerbacks out there. Well, by the end of the game, TW Ayers is not on the field. You know, on on offense, all right, you finally get get the offensive line the way you want and Brian Sneed is not out there on the field. We talked yesterday about the the number of guys that have been down for Texas State, but Coach Babadol in the same situation as Coach Jones where, you know, do you want to continue to rely on the guys that you've played to this point or do you want to try and put some young guys out there since the ship has sailed on bowl eligibility, a few other goals. So he talks about uh, what we're going to see on the field Saturday for Texas State. Yeah, no, that will be. And, and unfortunately, they have to this week, you know, uh, just dealing with, uh, you know, we're down to, you know, we start off the season with 15 scholarship receivers. We're down to five right now. And uh, so, like, we've got to get some guys moving into those uh, those positions, which uh, which will be a great opportunity for them. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for them as well. But, uh, you know, like, yeah, we've had to change up practice this week. we got to kind of eliminate the – uh, the scout team emphasis of it all because we're, we're a little depleted right now. So we're going to end up uh, doing a lot of good on good action and a lot of walkthroughs, uh, you know, coming up. But like what you're talking about, though, is I think very important uh, is to play a lot of different bodies, uh, guys that, uh, you know, that, you know, put them in positions that we know what they're capable of doing. Uh, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun, you know, two weeks for these guys uh, because, uh, you know, there's going to be kind of that new energy. Uh, especially when you play some guys that haven't had any opportunities really to play throughout the course of the beginning of this year. So, uh, yeah, so there there is some optimism with that, and uh, I think these kids are going to be excited to go play. Now, the the do you redshirt or do you not redshirt conversation with the Red Wolves is kind of that that ship has sailed a little bit. If a player is a freshman and they're good, we've already seen them out there. Yeah, I mean that's just. You think about all the the young players that have been out there this season for Arkansas State, and some because they they were good enough to make a, a difference, some because they got kind of pushed into service because of of injury. But I don't think we're going to necessarily see any pr- surprises these final two games in terms of personnel. And let's all knock on wood, barring <laughs> barring some kind of a, a situation, barring further injury. Yeah, barring further injury. I think I think we know for the most part who is going to be out there on on saturday um i tell you what though uh, we're just about to switch gears one thing i failed to mention today and i apologize for that but first off congratulations to arkansas state volleyball who had a a tournament opening sweep over georgia state yesterday they won three sets to nothing so of course you survive and advance in any tournament that means now uh six seed arkansas state six seed in the west is now playing the three seed in the east old dominion these teams have not squared off uh, this season, and right now Arkansas State has a 22-20 to 20 lead in the first set. ODU is on a 3-0 scoring run, so we see if Arkansas State can get that momentum back and, and close out this first set strong, and we'll continue to update you with the action from Foley throughout the course of today's show. But by the way, that's the first tournament win for A-State Volleyball since 2019. There was one year where it was not played. Yeah. But, There's a lot of things different in yeah. 2020. But, I mean, you, you, they did not have a good season win-loss record-wise. I think anybody could look at the, the record and know that. But they did at least get that win in the tournament. Maybe they can close out this season strong and take some momentum into the offseason. We'll go ahead and step aside for a break. We'll be back here in just a moment. This hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. 
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Are you thinking about selling your land? Then it's time to give Ranch and Farm Auctions a call. When it's time to sell, the last thing you need is a confusing process, endless waiting, and disappointing service. As your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, Chris Bennett works with his Ranch and Farm Auctions team to deliver a straightforward approach to marketing and selling your property in 90 days with no inspection, no financing delays, and no appraisal or other contingencies. They manage every step of the process, keeping you informed to make sure you have a stress-free and successful experience. Call Chris today for a free no-obligation market analysis of your property. That's Chris Bennett, 870-819-7306 or visit ranchandfarmauctions.com. Prices are falling at car today. And now is the time to get the best savings on late model, low mileage cars, trucks, and SUVs. Because at Car Today, we say yes. No credit, bad credit, or bankruptcy. No problem. We will get you approved. Because we know bad things can happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. We offer free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. Get to Car Today, where we say yes. On Stadium in Jonesboro or NEA, cartoday.com. Car Today, you'll ride today. Cause we just say yes. I'm Kate Morgan. It's time to take a look at your EAB noon farm market report. December corn at 659 and a quarter, down six. March down six and three quarters at 660 and three quarters. January soybeans at 1413, down 16 and a quarter. March also down 16 and a quarter at 1418 and a half. December wheat at 802 and three quarters, down 14 and three quarters, with March down 16 at 821 and a quarter. December cotton at 8715, down 129. March down 145 at 8531. January rise at 1774, down five. March up five at 1802. In the livestock complex, December live cattle at 152.10, up 30. February up 40 at 154.65. November feeder cattle unchanged at 175.70, with January up 228 at 179.75. And December lean hogs at 85.75, up 18. February up 73 at 91.08. That's your noon farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of two who works three part-time jobs and still can't put enough food on the table? Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to her hungry family. Or a war veteran who's having, having a hard time landing, landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. 
At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. As we continue along here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin, Office Interiors, Kara, Keith, Alex, all hanging out. We'll go to Bootsy on the Right Fiber Hotline here in just a second. But uh, I do want to give you an update from Foley, where Arkansas State Volleyball has won their first set against ODU. So it's first to three. A-State strikes first. 25-21. There you go. Second set just getting underway. So, again, we'll continue to keep you updated there. But let's go to the phones, see what Bootsy is up to today. How are you? I'm well, Kai. How are you? Hey, doing good. Thank you for the phone call. Have you ever made a purchase and at some point shortly thereafter you wish you would have uh, gotten the other one? <laughs> yes. Yes, I, yes. I've, uh, specifically with the TV a few years back, I, I do know what you're talking about. Well, that's the way I felt about the victory last Saturday. It was a win. But I don't remember when I was so unsatisfied with a with a win. I just wish I could have said, you know what, I don't want this one. Give me the other one. <laughs> yeah. Coming off of a, you know, coming off of a bye week, and you know, we all knew they needed a, you know, a bye week, and we just thought, you know, they'd be healthier. Uh, they'd have a chance to just kind of reset. Maybe the coaching staff will put in some new wrinkles and. And it just seemed like they actually regressed, uh, particularly offensively. Uh, just, like I say, it's still a win, but man, I just, not the, not what we were expecting. Yeah, I mean, again, UMass, UMass is bad. They've been bad. They, I don't know what their outlook is to not be bad in the future. And... You've got a situation where, you know, you look at that A-State offense on on Saturday, and I've referred to it a few times as feast or famine. You did have some successful drives. You had four very successful drives. Uh, Three of those where Arkansas State was able to move the the ball consistently and effectively, and, of course, one just explosive, super fun to watch run from from Marcel Murray. But then you had had about as many three and outs that I've seen in a game (laughs) in a really long time, and there was nothing in between. There were no five or six play drives that that at least got you a couple minutes off the clock. There, it was it was one or the other. It was in zone or three and out, and it was. Um, I, I know it certainly made that defense exhausted by the time it was all said and done. Yeah, and um, you know the defense generally gives us a chance to win ball games all year long. They have given us, chan- us chances to be successful, but I was really surprised that you know. It wasn't like it was late in the third quarter or the fourth quarter where they seemed to wear down. They seemed to be worn down coming out of the halftime. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what the other team did differently, but it was a completely different scenario. Both teams were completely different in the second half. Well, they switched, uh, than they did in the first half. They switched quarterbacks, Bootsy. They did the same thing that that Southern Miss did. They decided to, to just go in a slightly different direction, which UMass has used multiple quarterbacks all season. Uh, but they got uh, they got there just a little bit a little bit after the half, 
And uh, actually, very at, at the very end of, yeah, yeah, five minutes left in the, the third quarter. And they, they did a QB switch. Right at about that time is when things started to change and, and go more in their direction. Then you get to the fourth quarter, and A-State was without T.W. Ayers, and that's when the dam kind of broke a little bit. Yeah, I was listening <clears throat> I was listening to some of the announcers because at one point I just left. I can't remember what it, when it was. And uh, they were talking about the other quarterback, you know, had started to make some good plays. And it seemed like when he started to play good, that's when the change was made. And uh, they were kind of puzzled, Andy, because this guy was moving the ball. But uh, they seemed to knew the coach apparently knew what they were doing because this kid, he made play after play after play. And it's just, you know, after all this time, and you, you know, you want to see improvement in your team. And like I say, coming out of that break, out of that bye week, it just was so disappointing. And when you think about it, they, well, I think we had 250 or 270 something total yards, and they had almost double that. Mm-hmm. When you think about the 250 or 60 yards we had, over 100 of them came on two plays. By Marcel Murray. Yeah. So without those two plays, we're like 150 yards against you, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just, uh, like I said, I, this, you talk about a win that doesn't feel like a win. This is a win-loss situation is what this was. Uh, it just <laughs> doesn't feel like a win. And so, and it doesn't, I don't know what to even hope for going forward because, you know, you, you, you go to Texas State and, uh, my stars. I mean, you know Texas State is better than UMass. And we're going to be on the road. And it's like, what? what's going to happen? Is, it, can I, is there anything I can put my hands on to cling to and say, you know what? Our Red Wolves are going to do well. And I'm going to be honest with you. If there is any optimism I have is just because I'm naturally semi-optimistic. It doesn't, do, it doesn't have anything to do with what I can, you know, look back to and right. say, yeah, this is what I can hang my hat on. And it's just... That's a frustrating place to be, too. Not really. I'm not really going to argue. I'm. I can't argue with you. I'm. I'm kind of the in the same headspace. I am. I am an optimist. I certainly want to enjoy the fact that Arkansas State is coming off a win. But I know on on Monday, I feel like when we came back and recapped that one here on the Workday Red Zone, I did a lot more complaining than I did <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to judge you for your takeaways at all. Yeah, and I hate to be that way, you know, I mean, because it's still, you know, the bottom line is it still counts as a win. It doesn't matter how pretty or ugly it looks, it counts the same. But, man. <laughs> but hopefully we can uh, we can put something together and uh, somehow come on with a victory over Texas State. I would like to beat them. I don't think it's a rivalry by any stretch. It certainly doesn't feel like a rivalry to me. Mm-hmm. But, uh we need to beat that those guys, so we need to get the four victories. Yeah, we've got two chances to get the four victories. Uh, so, hopefully, some good things will happen, uh, and we just uh, we can get a break here and there, and can come away with a victory. No doubt, Bootsy. We appreciate the phone call today. All right, thank you. Thank you. I tell you what, uh, let's go ahead and step aside. We've got one more break we need to take here in this noon hour. Brought to you. By David Martin, Office Interiors. We'll come back and get Keith's answer to the question today and more after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Soccer. 
Please. The Green Bay Packers have had a disappointing season, but after last week's impressive win over the Cowboys, for the first time this season, the Packers have shown a little life. That offense has been one of the worst in the league this season, but the Packers turned a new leaf on Sunday, dropping 31 on an elite Dallas defense. Green Bay will look to build off that momentum tonight at home against the Titans. That means Derrick Henry in Tennessee won't be an easy matchup for the struggling Packers. That game will provide Green Bay a golden opportunity to potentially save their season. Aaron Rodgers has won 89 games in his career at Lambeau. And when you look at the state of the NFC right now, there's still plenty of room for Green Bay to sneak in. The Packers will still have to get past a good Tennessee team. But if Aaron Rodgers shows up at home tonight, it's going to be difficult to count out the Green Bay Packers for a playoff spot. And with number 12 still under center, do some damage when they get there. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan, tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Kumo tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Central Toyota has your vehicle and your back. And call Central Toyota today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off tomorrow what can be done today. Central Toyota Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Toyota. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Toyota. Schedule your service needs today on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centraltoyota.com. Hey, Jonesboro, say goodbye to slow internet and hello to Right Fiber by Ritter Communications. Now expanding to neighborhoods throughout Jonesboro. Our superior 100% fiber network offers gig speed, so you can go faster online than ever before. And with no contracts, no hidden fees, and no installation fees, there's no reason not to switch to Right Fiber. Right now, get internet, TV, and home phone from one high-speed local source, Right Fiber. Call 833-71-RIGHT or visit rightfiber.com. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Redwood. Crumble Cookies Caters. If you're planning a holiday celebration, there's one thing to keep in mind. Crumble Cookies Caters. Whether it's a holiday dinner or an office celebration. Crumble Cookies Caters. You choose the flavor and you choose the cookie size. Crumble Cookies Caters. Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro is taking the hard work out of the holidays. So stop stressing out over those holiday sweets because Crumble has the cookies everyone wants to eat. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. Crumble Crumble Cookies cookies caters. Caters. 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Last segment in this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, who, by the way, is ready, standing by and ready to equip your office with quality furniture that's going to give you a functional office at a very affordable price. And that's at dmi-office.com is where you can find out more about uh, how they can fix you up. But let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline here. D-Money is with us. Hey, D-Money. How are you today? Good, you? Good. Beautiful weather out today. A little chilly, but it's very, very nice. Sure. I think it is anyway. But uh, as far as this weekend with Texas State, I I think it's two evenly matched teams. Both are equally bad. Um, as far as this becoming a rivalry game, uh, I just don't see it. Okay. There's, there's, there's not been any real angst or rancor. I mean, I understand the thing with, you know, with Lincoln Perry and with Lane, but I don't, I don't think that's enough to really feed a quote unquote rivalry type of thing. No, that's fair. Just a, a little bit of maybe extra focus from the players for a couple years. And then, I mean, soon enough, you know, players cycle players out, graduate. they gra- graduate, <laughs> Uh, they transfer what, and and things change. What is what is Hatch now? Is he a senior or junior or what? He is like a fourth year. I don't know. Elig- I cannot do eligibility math. I know he has another year remaining after this. I think just one. Yeah, I think he's got because if he because he's got, he gets his COVID year, mm-hmm. and then he had the he had the one year at Alabama, then two, no three, yeah. at A State. So that's four. And then fifth, you know, you get your fifth because he's had the red shirt year at Alabama. And then he gets his COVID year. Yeah, so next year he'll be a sixth-year senior. Jeez, Pete. I think. He ought to have a, he ought to have a PhD by then. Jeez, Pete. There are <laughs> – I mean, they're, they're, Logan Bonner, I'm pretty sure, was a, seven year, a seventh-year guy this year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not I, – I do remember reading an article at the beginning of the season that said there was an eighth year guy out there somewhere, but I can't remember who it was or what program he played for. How would you possibly get eight years? I mean, an injury waiver, COVID year. Injury waiver, COVID year. Red shirt. Yeah. That's That's seven years. That's three. I don't know. You get five years to play four. Yeah. I mean, it was not all that long ago when Tom Castellaw as a sixth year senior, like that was super, super rare and that was that was two thousand twelve and now we're talking about eight year guys. <laughs> now six year is like the minimum and there's some eight year guys out there. Now that's going oh, to normalize sure. again sure. down the road. Sure. But yeah, COVID screwed up so much. Well, yeah, yeah. All kinds of which ways. But I mean that's just that's insanity. So, I mean, like I said, by the end of that, you ought to have a couple of masters or at least a, maybe a Ph.D. or damn close to it. Yeah. Yeah, Good take advantage. Crazy. Take advantage of that year. Lace no Taylor did that. He got out of here, played four years of football, yeah. and left with a master's degree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What uh, What's going on with baseball free agency? I haven't heard any big news. There has not been any big news um, at this point in time. Th- there have been some some trades and, and some signings, but if you're looking at the guys that are considered maybe the top 20 free agents um, of, of this offseason, I don't think there's been any moving or shaking yet. I think there's a situation where you kind of look on the look to see 
where the the big dogs are going to go, aka Aaron Judge, uh, you know, on the, the hitting mark. Jacob DeGrom, Justin Verlander on the pitching side of things. And once those yeah. dominoes fall, you'll start to see other things. But those dominoes don't seem anywhere close to falling right there now. There was a guy who pitched for the Dodgers last year. He's going to pitch for the Angels this year. Yeah. But I'm, hmm, I'm curious. I, I, I just don't see Judge leaving the Yankees. I really don't. It's not like anybody's going to give him more money yeah. than the Yankees can afford to give him. I think the only team that, that has been maybe as heavily rumored as, as the Yankees are the Giants because that's the part of the, the country that he's from. So there's some interesting conversation there. And the Giants have a lot of expiring yeah. contracts. Yeah, they got money. So, Well, my part, the part on this is if I'm one of these top free agents, I'm going to want to land in Florida, Texas, it, it, especially those two, because they both have a bunch of teams. They've got really friendly tax codes. Yeah. And no personal income tax in the state. Whereas in Texas, I mean, excuse me, where in New York and California, you get taxed out of your nose. So, I, I, to me, you know, if you if you sign a thirty million dollar a year contract in Texas, as opposed to a fifty million a year in New York, you're getting the same amount of money and better weather. Yeah, except when you freeze to death because the Electricity grid goes down. Well, if you're in Florida and Texas, yeah, I mean, it happens every once in a blue moon. It happened in Texas last winter. (laughs) Oh, I know. I remember it. That state is is all kinds of fouled up. There is no perfect location, but there are areas that that have friendlier tax codes. D-Money, what else you got for us? The music's just about to hit. I was just going to say, hey, everybody have a nice day. Enjoy the weather. Go out, do something fun. And by all means, tomorrow night... Go see the high school games. There's, there's going to be some good ones because we're getting we're getting down to the nitty gritty. No doubt. D money. Thank you for the phone call. Have a great day. Hey you too, Keith. Texas State a, a budding rivalry in your eyes or nah? Uh, it could be. I think there's there's potential there for a budding rivalry. You know, there's more interest because okay, there's two kids that used to you know used to root for. Now you got to turn around and root against them. Well, I have a hard time rooting against either. Lane Hatcher or Lincoln Perry. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not going to root against those guys. But I'd much rather Arkansas State beats Texas State. Yeah. I think it could be a rivalry, particularly if both teams get good. That always makes our program be more a, fun. It'd be a lot more fun to talk about two teams who are competing for the bot, the top of the Sun Belt as opposed to two teams who are trying to avoid finishing dead last this year in the standings. Keith, thank you for hanging out with us this week. See you next week. And Alex, thank you for producing with us today. Absolutely. All right, uh, that's a wrap here for Hour One, brought to you by David Martin, Office Interiors. We've still got an hour to go. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. Let's head for the Gulf Coast in the Sunbelt Conference Volleyball Championship Tournament in Foley, Alabama. A-State after a sweep of Georgia State in the opening match yesterday, taking on Old Dominion in day two of the tournament. The Red Wolves took the opening set 25-21. The Monarchs have a 16-13 lead in set two of the best of five. The winner takes on Troy in the quarterfinals tomorrow at noon. A-State women's basketball won their home opener last night at First National Bank Arena with a 95-50 route of Hendricks College out of Conway. Izzy Higginbottom led the five starters who finished in double figures with 19 points. Kia Patton with 10 rebounds and 10 points in her return from her knee injury. They'll take on Utah State Saturday afternoon in Jonesboro. And the ninth-ranked Razorbacks making it 3-0 in the season as they took out the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State last night in Fayetteville, 71-56. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. At Mr. T's, they know football games start way before kickoff. And that's why Mr. T's is your tailgate party headquarters this football season. Get 30 packs of Bud, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Miller Light for just $20.95. And Bush and Bush Light 30 packs are just $19.69. Plus, Mr. T's has the largest selection of beers and wines from around the world, all at the best prices. So make the game-winning drive across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. First Financial Mortgage is well known for their commitment to making the home buying process as easy as possible. Here's what Kenneth had to say. My wife and I were met at the door with a big smile and a knowledgeable expert. With many years of experience, we were calmed with Mrs. Tucker's demeanor. First Financial Mortgage did all the work and helped us with any and all questions. The experience was flawless. Call Mary Tucker or Katie Ingram today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, proud supporters of A-State Athletics. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. At Central Ford, we make sure you're getting the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. During the month of November, you can get a $500 gift card on any vehicle purchase and free lifetime maintenance on that purchase. That's right, we'll take care of your maintenance on your vehicle forever. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Off I-555 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts, and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Blue is affordable. Arkansas Blue Medicare has Medicare Advantage plans featuring low premiums and co-pays that include comprehensive dental, vision, hearing, and prescription drug coverage. You can switch plans now. The Medicare annual enrollment period ends December 7th. Call Woody Harrelson at 897-5000. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we can provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get more information on all your options. Arkansas Blue Medicare is an affiliate of Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Arkansas Blue Medicare Plus is a trade name for Arkansas Blue Medicare PPO plans. Arkansas Blue Medicare offers HMO, PFFS, PPO, and PDP plans with Medicare contracts. Enrollment in Arkansas Blue Medicare depends on 
contract renewal. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. issue there we go all right so we've got uh i love i love it when alex is in here because things break <laughs> and i say that i say that jokingly but but you want to talk about a trial by fire situation there is always there is always something goofy going on i swear the uh, the systems have it out for me yeah i swear and, and it is through zero fault of alex's own but i guess if you're gonna if you're gonna learn you might as well get completely thrown into the deep end and just <laughs> left to see how you I mean, swim. like you said it's, it's trial by fire you know the buttons are sticking the sound doesn't work the the system cr- we literally had the system crash the other day minutes before the yeah. show started <laughs> I, I mean it's like it's like personal vendetta out for the new guy we will uh can you like maybe before you come in tomorrow go ahead and come in just a couple minutes early like burn some sage or something right. bring in some bring in a lucky rabbit's foot yeah like just that, hang it yeah. right here yeah yeah We'll figure it out. Also, apologies to Alex to try to try to run him off at the end of the noon hour, but he's going to stick around with us a little bit longer today. Um, <laughs> and we'll see what we'll see what else we can we can have happen <laughs> before the end of today's workday red zone. Thanks for continuing to hang out here with us today on the ticket. We're going to have some open phone lines for you this hour at nine three zero three seven seven six on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, again, our question for you today: asking you all, or at least the A State faithful, if you consider Texas State to be a budding rivalry game. And uh, I thought we'd go ahead and, and take a second here to to look at our Twitter poll uh, because I'm just curious how how you all view this one. And I put three options here for you. There's about 55 percent of you, though, that right now say no. This is not you. You have not viewed Texas State as a rival in the past. You do not view Texas State as a rival right now. You do not see Texas State being a rival in the future. Uh, and then uh, about 23 uh, percent of you saying that this is kind of a rivalry game for the next few years and by next few years look I clearly mean when as long as you know Lane Hatcher and Lincoln Perry are on the team and then there's also uh, 23% of you that say that you do think this is going to be a a budding rivalry game for the foreseeable future now hopefully those of you that are looking into the future see this as being a battle for the top of the Sun Belt instead of the bottom which is unfortunately currently what it is whoever loses this game is is gonna finish dead last in the Sun Belt Conference and while the ship has sailed on multiple A-State goals uh, for, for this season, at least the goals that I personally wanted to see this team accomplish, one thing that's going to show growth, even if it is a tiny baby step type of growth, is to not finish in the same spot in the Sun Belt that you did last year. And where did Arkansas State football finish last season? Dead last. You can't do that in back-to-back seasons. And not continue to, to hope that your fans believe in you and, and that good things are going to happen in the future. So you've got to win this one. 
yeah, it's kind of like we talked about the other day. You got to find a way just to get the fans back and you know have some faith again. You know, you got to make sure. You know, we talked about the crowd at UMass, which I know the weather played a role in that too. Yeah. But no one's wanting to no one's wanting to show up for these things. And you know, if you have back to back last place finishes and, and nothing to keep building off of, and uh, you know excite the fan base heading into the next season or anything like that it's 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 concerning very concerning uh i want to table the football talk for just a moment although of course uh, the the phone lines are going to be open here for a little bit but i want to recap a winner because that's certainly what what we got to, to see last night at first national bank arena arkansas state women's basketball in their home opener taking on Hendricks, and it was a a big uh, it was a, a lopsided victory 95 to 50 was the final score there and Look, this is what it's supposed to look like, right? When you're when your school goes out and they play a team where there is a clear, clear, clear talent advantage, this should be what the final score looks like. This should be what the final stats look like. So on the one hand, you know, you don't you don't go necessarily overboard with the praise when you're when your team takes care of business, but on the other hand, you know, A State did what it was supposed to do. It out physicaled, it out hustled, it out rebounded, it out competed it outshot and obviously it outscored its opponent and I have really no negative things to say about this one I I felt like Arkansas State was very very focused on the task at hand until you got to about the six or seven minute mark with in the fourth quarter and in that point in time you know of course coach Rogers just emptied her bench you had you had players out there who are not going to contribute a lot of minutes uh, this season so at, at that point in time you did see maybe a little bit of a, a defensive let up and and not as many of the shots were going in but that's not I, I'm not mad about it I was there are a couple a couple of things statistically that I'll be honest with you I did want to see I, I was really hoping A-State could crack 100 because why not if you're that if you're that close let's see triple digits and then I really wanted to see A-State haul in one more rebound a-State finished with 61 rebounds last night. It's impressive. That I is, mean, doesn't matter who you're playing. That's yeah. impressive. That is an absurd number, but but here's the deal. So that's tied for the fifth most in program history. The last time A-State had 60 or more rebounds, it was last year against Hendricks when they ended up with 61. So I wanted to see <laughs> I wanted to see just one more. Just to top it. Yeah, just to top last year. So So selfishly... Those were some of the benchmarks that I wanted to see that A-State didn't quite get to. But again, I feel like this team, again, until Coach Des uh, completely had just anybody and everybody out there, I felt like A-State kept up the intensity like it was supposed to throughout the game. Uh, because, you know, you had some different players taking a lot of shots at the end of the game, uh, maybe not necessarily blown away by by the shooting percentages or, or things like that. But um, ultimately, you know, A-State forced a ton of turnovers, as you would expect. Uh, when they have a talent advantage, you know, it was uh, 23 total turnovers there for Hendricks on on 19 steals for A-State. And then the Red Wolves turned those 23, 23 turnovers into 29 points. Uh, we mentioned A-State with 61 rebounds, so a huge edge on, on the glass. They had a huge edge on second chance points and bench points and points in the paint and fast break points and steals and assists and everything else. The Red Wolves never let, uh, never trailed, excuse me, in the game. They were tied for the first 17 seconds of the game, and then a second after that, the route was on. So, this was what it was supposed to look like. Now, yeah. it, 
Go ahead, Alex. Sorry. No, you're right. I think that's when you play an inferior opponent, this is kind of what you want to see. Yeah. And I loved. Also, I, I want to mention the score was almost identical to last year yeah. as well. It was like 95 50. Last year was like 97 48. So, so close to hitting those triple digits again. But, uh, and you may have already mentioned it already, but obviously just getting to see Kia Patton back yeah. as well. Um, getting a double double uh, in her in her first game back, you know that was I feel like that was the perfect game to kind of ease her back into things against a game where you expected to to win big and the pressure wasn't really on her or the team as much. So it was all, overall just a pretty refreshing performance. Looking at the box score, we'll we'll talk about Kia Patton here in just a moment. But the leading scorer was was Iggy his Iggy Izzy Higginbottom. Excuse me, I'm trying to I apologize. I'm trying to combine her first and last name, and just all of a sudden it's like a gear in my brain got stuck, but. Izzy finished with 19 points on 8-13 shooting. And, and what I like when I look at this box score last night is, is everybody did a little bit of everything. So, for example, you had two players with, with double-doubles, but you look at Izzy's line and it's, it's the 19 points plus six assists plus five steals plus four rebounds. You know, Kia Patton had a double-double with points and rebounds, but, you know, if that would have been a game where she played 30 minutes, she might have ended up with, with a triple-double or... or who knows, maybe even Assange Tate's stat line. Because she also had six assists and, and five steals to go along with those 10 points and 10 rebounds in just 18 minutes. But again, you just look at, at this at this box score and everybody did a little bit of, of everything. Everybody scored. Everybody had some rebounds. Everybody had some assists. Everybody had some steals. So uh, that was one of my favorite things to, to see about it. Now, ultimately, at the end of the day, my opinion is, is not really relevant uh, to the conversation. It's much more important... Uh, about um, about what Coach Coach Des thinks about her team's performance. So I want to share some clips here from Coach Destiny Rogers following last night's winner, and she starts with just the general recap and, and what she thought of her team's performance. Uh, super proud of my team tonight. You know, obviously when you look at the stat lines, there's a lot of great things that happen. Uh, we had a lot of players have some career highs, whether it be rebounds, assists, um, points. Um, so I'm just really proud of my team for, you know, just coming out, especially after the last two games and, you know, getting this game under their belt. It builds confidence. And I felt like my team had fun playing tonight. We shared the ball. Uh, and we preached in practice we want to get paint touches. And so we got in the paint and we scored 60 points in the paint. And so we just keep saying when we get to the paint, good things happen. And we proved that to be true. Uh, 19 assists, we love that. And uh, we feel like if we can continue on with this confidence and play the way that we played tonight, uh, especially through the first three quarters, then we feel really good about Saturday. Continuing on here. Uh, if you go back to a couple days ago when, when Coach Rogers did did a, a Zoom to talk about what she wanted to see in this game, one of the things she outlined was, you know, 40 minutes of competitive play from her squad. And so I asked her last night in the post game, how close did did last night's game match up to what you wanted to see and, and what you envisioned? It got really close. Um, you know, obviously we played everybody, um, but as a whole, I felt like our rebounding was way better. Uh, we were more aggressive defensively. Uh, I thought our defense was good. Uh, we shared the ball a lot better. Um, and, and when we share the ball like that, you could just – I always tell them everybody can get rich, right? So if you look at our stat lines, you, you had a couple people with double-doubles. Uh, we had a lot of assists. And uh, when we share the ball, you know, it's, it's enough to go around for everyone because of how fast we play. So I felt really good about it. 
continuing on here, of course, uh, Kia Patton was was the biggest storyline from last night. Just the fact that she was back after after ten months and one day of being sidelined with uh, an ACL tear and then the surgery and the rehab and all of that after that. And again, it was it was so great to see her out there. And obviously, uh, Coach Rogers felt the same. Oh, it, you know, it's, it means the world. You know, she's a great player. Uh, she's a big part of what, we, what we're doing. And uh, we've struggled, you know, since she's been down. So if you really think about it, if you, if you combine when I took over to now, um, we've struggled. We, we've only won two games, you know, uh, without her. So, you know, we just, we're happy to have her back. She brings that experience back. Uh, she has that dog in her. And uh, these two together playing is just a special thing. And uh, just can't wait to continue to see uh, this team continue to build chemistry as we get everyone back. And uh, with that, you know, when we get everybody back, I'm just telling you this is a special team. It's going to be a lot more fun to watch even in tonight. And I thought tonight was really fun. Just a couple more clips I want to share with you from the post game last night. You know, one player that's already contributed a lot that that we have not talked about as much this year is is Annalise Griffin. Uh, Anna is a, another transfer to this on this roster. She started every game so far this season, and she had a good, uh, well, a great stat line last night. As she had a double double as well, ten points, thirteen rebounds, and Coach Rogers talks about her contribution to this team. You know, we challenged her. Uh, to rebound more and uh, she got I believe it was 13 the last game uh, and then she got 13 tonight uh, so you know we tell her that if you just focus on just getting rebounds you'll get some points out of that and she got 10 points you know I think she got about four to six points just off old boards and so we just challenged her to, to, to make that her thing and I felt like she did tonight. One more clip here. You get to that game late, and, and one of the things that I enjoyed watching is, you know, you're in the fourth quarter. You got three or four minutes left, and, and every, everybody knows that A-State has won that game. Everybody knows that A-State has won that game by decisive, decisive margin. But yet, you know, the bench was still very much involved in what was going on on the field. You had a couple players like Lene Bodden and Jada Williams who were making their A-State debuts. So when, you know, Lene Bodden's first shot went in, uh, all the teammates were on her feet. Jada Williams, her one shot attempt, it was it just it was one of those that, that went down the cylinder and came back up and every teammate was on her feet. Just, you know, ah, I can't believe that didn't happen. But obviously the bench was still very invested in what was going on in that game even late. And obviously that is something that uh, Coach Rogers wants this team to be about. Yeah, that's just who we want to be. We want to make sure that, you know, we wrap our arms around each other. And, you know, we talked yesterday in our film session, and we want this to be a family, you know. Uh, if you come at one of us, you got to come at all of us. And, uh, you know, no one sees the work that we put in every single day. All you can look at, you know, well, they dropped the first two. Well, I'm just telling you, we might have dropped the first two, but my team, we just got to figure it out. And and right now, uh, we're, we're kind of having to figure it out with seven returners and seven newcomers. Um, but it's, it's going to start to come together, and it's going to come together sooner rather than later. And uh, as it starts to come together, you will see a really good team. You know, we there's no doubt about it. We have the talent. It's just getting them to mesh together and uh, to getting them to play defense and rebound the way we want to. And uh, as we continue to get some of our injured players back and we can kind of rotate and play at a much faster pace for a longer time, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get to see really how we want to play for 40 minutes. Again, that was Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers following the Red Wolves 95-50. Went over Hendricks last night at First National Bank Arena. Next up, A-State women's basketball in action at home, taking on Utah State. This one's coming up Saturday at 2 o'clock. 
I am pretty intrigued for this one, and and, and here's why. You flash back to last year. Uh, this is the this the return game of a home and home. Okay, so last year these teams played on the road in Logan, Utah, and A State lost this game sixty six sixty five, and it was not a great performance. And one of the reasons for that is is that was the game. If if you all remember, basically Utah State's entire bench got ejected for the second half. So they were playing the second half with five players. But yet Arkansas State could not pull out a win. Ultimately, that ended up being the last game of the Matt Daniel era. And the Destiny Rogers era started the following week when the Red Wolves took on Mississippi Valley State. So not that this is necessarily going to be like a full circle moment or not that you can necessarily look at Saturday's game and engage how much better, how much worse this year's team is than last year's because, of course, the personnel is so different. I'm sure Utah State's personnel is very different as well. But I just, I find Saturday's matchup intriguing. I do. Saturday at 2 o'clock. By the way, of course, men going to be in action between now and then. They play tomorrow at UC Davis, and we'll talk more about that game on tomorrow's show. But we'll step aside for a break. We need to do that. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Call Central Chevrolet today and schedule your service appointment. Don't keep putting it off. Central Chevrolet's service department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Chevrolet. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Chevrolet. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service today on Stadium in Jonesboro or online at centralchevrolet.com. There are big Thanksgiving savings this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get best choice frozen turkeys, 75 cents a pound, limit one. Best choice canned vegetables, selected varieties, 42 cents. Turn up mustard or collard greens, 43 cents. Duncan Hines cake mix, 88 cents. And 12 packs of Pepsi products are three for 10.88 when you buy three or more. Be smart. Shop Food Smart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. A-State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get Social at The Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. Throws this one and it's picked off. It's picked off. Coming back the other way and into the end zone. It's Travion Thomas. 
Thomas with the pick six. The Red Wolves play their final road game of the season Saturday as they take on Texas State. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage begins at 1.20 Saturday afternoon with Wolf Howls, presented by Baird Auto Group. That's followed by the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show at 2. Then from San Marcos, it's the Centennial Bank pregame show at 3 and kickoff at 4 o'clock. A-State football is sponsored in part by Hytrill, Vision Care Center, First Security Bank, Hilltop Family Dentistry, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Hijinx, Arkansas State University, Max Prairie Wings, Bamboo Japanese Cuisine, NEA Golf Cars, Mr. T's, and Ritter Communications. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. You're going to be a wonderful mom. And I can't wait to be a grandpa. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. I struggled to connect with almost everyone and preferred being alone. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. In fact, I called Jim first with the news about my granddaughter, Lizzie. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, let's get together and celebrate. Well, as long as you're not grilling. My pride was my armor, but I didn't know it then. I couldn't put it in the words. I was sad, was scared, I felt alone. I didn't know how to reach out, so I hid behind anger and silence. But then I decided to listen to Jim and went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex still here with you. 930-3776 is the number to call on the Riot Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Riot Fiber, an internet provider that is different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees. And thankfully for all of y'all, and I include myself in here, uh, the streamers, you get unlimited data. So you can check and see if it is available for your area at rightfiber.com. Looking around at uh, what is going to be coming up this weekend in terms of, of college football, of course, obviously, uh, A-State on the road at Texas State, and that's the basis of our KevinRCars.com question today. Do you consider Texas State to be a budding rivalry game? Are you still kind of meh on the Bobcats? But uh, uh, I assume that it's going to be reasonably okay weather in, in San Marcos. I, I honestly haven't looked at the forecast. In fact, I'm going to do that do that right now by the way while we're while we're talking amongst ourselves um of course the last couple weeks or the last couple games in Jonesville have not necessarily been pleasant from a weather perspective and here in northeast Arkansas it got real cold real fast but yet it is nothing compared to what is going on in in the northern parts of the country and we'll touch on that here in just a moment it uh well Saturday could potentially be gross. Uh, it looks like there is about a 90% chance of rain for Red Wolves and Bobcats. Rainfall near half an inch. So that's that's a pretty good clip, right? Uh, the evening, it is just supposed to, to move out at some point in time. However, I don't know exactly when that will be. So I guess 
Arkansas State has at least already played in a rain game this year. They'd probably be plenty okay with only playing in one this year, but it looks like they're going to have to have another game this week where they navigate the elements in addition to navigating the opposing team on the field. So we'll continue to keep up with what's going on weather-wise there. Also continue to keep tabs on what's going on in Foley right now. Arkansas State Volleyball in action in the second round of the Sunbelt Conference Championship. Won the first set, 25-21. Second set was an absolute battle. But unfortunately, the Red Wolves on the wrong end of a 28-26 score. Right now, they're trailing Old Dominion in the third set, 9-8. So again, more updates on that as we continue along. Looking, uh, circling back around to the weather conversation, uh, of course, I was at First National Bank Arena last night, so I didn't get to necessarily keep tabs on the action that was going on. But Alex, I know you had an eye on it, and it was uh, it was a, a snow game and, <laughs> and more last night. It, it was the best thing ever. It was a true winter wonderland, and uh, I think it was up in Central Michigan. Western Michigan and Central Michigan were playing, and neither team really had much to play for, both horrible losing records, but the game just... The heavy snow that was there, you couldn't see the field. Ended up being like a 12 to 10 slugfest final score. Um, you know, it's just those type of games, whether it's heavy rain, heavy snow, heavy wind, just crazy weather games to me are just really entertaining to watch yeah. uh, if you're on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if I was, I don't know, I, I'll give credit to Central Michigan. Their student section showed up and stayed out there during all of that snow. I, I don't know if I would have been that dedicated. I saw, I did see some several pictures, of course. I saw a lot of snowmen that were built in the stands. Uh, there were a couple of fans that built actual snow people. Uh, just, uh, I don't, it, it's just unreal. I guess, you know, again, when, you, when you're sitting at home and watching this, it's awesome, it's fun, you can tell what's going on. Also, a lot of times it helps that, that the broadcast will put help put lines on the field so you can figure yes. out what's going on and where yeah. things are going. How in the world do you, if you were there in person like how in the world do you figure out what a first down is whether or not the ball crosses the plane on like on a touchdown if it's a close play I mean how are you how are you keeping stats yeah that's the thing I I have a hard time enough as it is going to a a, you know a beautiful 70 degree game and seeing where the ball is but you know (laughs) is it a first down did they cross it it's hard enough as it is regardless of where your seat is but imagine the especially at the goal line you know the goal line is white and if it's covered in snow like I mean I just don't know how you can how you can even the back line like are did they step out of bounds were they you know in the end zone like it's it's very hard to tell no doubt uh also looking ahead you know you've got that going on that's gonna that happened last night uh it's not the only action that's gonna be going on uh this week of course we've got some more football on tap tonight not action by the way it's smu at Tulane tonight which is gonna be pretty interesting but you look ahead to to this weekend and i think i've seen conversations about somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 inches of snow between now and the weekend in buffalo so buffalo the bulls college buffalo scheduled to host akron on saturday in a significant amount of snow and then of course the the bills so you got the bull the bulls and the bills that are both going to be at home this weekend trying to figure out a snow situation the Bills game is what I'm most looking forward to. That's going to be amazing. I think they've moved a game out of Buffalo before due to weather. And I think somebody said the last time it happened was like 2014 or 15, maybe. They've had to do it before where it just got so severe they couldn't play there. Well, someone was saying, you know, the Bills are, are slated to play on Thanksgiving. Uh, and they were saying that they might, maybe they can change locations, but there, there's no way they're going to cancel this right. game. 
And I don't know if there would be another venue that they could move it out to in time, especially if they can get out of Buffalo with, with the weather. Can they fly out of there and get somewhere else? So I don't know. I, for, from a selfish perspective, I hope yeah, they can. I, watch the I, I want to watch a game played in four to six feet of snow. That just sounds insane <laughs> to me. And you know, I think they said Devin Singletary for the for the Bills and Nick Chubb for the uh, for the Browns are both under six feet. So you know, the chance you could technically have as much snow. Uh, the snow is quote taller than the players, which would just be amazing. By the way, it looks like uh, both, you know, you look at some other Northeast teams, the uh, the Patriots are at home, the Giants are at home. I, I'm not sure what venue you, you find that's really close in that vicinity. Let's go to the phone zone. Check in with Chuck. How are you? Doing good, Kara. How about yourself? Hey, doing good. Thank you for the phone call. Hey, uh, I can remember when I was a kid, man, every time we got a snow day, we'd, pick, we'd play pick up football out in it. Dude. You're talking about hurt. Somebody <laughs> would be so Cold, it, 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 yeah, it's rough. No, no, like I, I just, I, I'm, I'm already done with being outside, and this is Arkansas, and it is, and it is not anything close to what people in the Northeast and in, uh, in, in northern parts of the country are dealing with, and I'm, I'm already over it. Oh, I, me too, man. I'm ready for it to warm up. You know it. Dude, I remember one time I lived out in Colorado, I believe it was 97, dude, in September. We went to bed. It was 64 degrees. Woke up the next morning and had 49 inches of snow, and it shut down I-25 from Denver to Castle Rock. <laughs> that is, uh, that's, yeah, that's insane. Insane. I mean, look, we see those crazy weather changes in northeast Arkansas, but unfortunately we see those in the spring and it means tornadoes. Yes, yes. You know, what's your question of the day? Well, I've thrown out this question, you know, to kind of put uh, for, for the A-State faithful. I want to know if folks in this area consider Texas State maybe a, a budding rivalry game or, or, or no? I think it could be. Okay. But right now, no, I don't think it is, but I think it could be. Yeah. I really do. Okay, my question for you now is, how do you like our chances this weekend? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I can, I, throughout most of the season, I've been able to talk myself into reasons for optimism, even, even if what I've seen on the field maybe says something different. And I just don't know if I have that much optimism left to give, Chuck, um, I, I think this team can compete and certainly compete with, with Texas State because I do feel like, you know, Texas State, not that they've necessarily mailed it in, but they're beat up, and I don't know what in the world they're playing for. Their coach is playing for his job, but I, I don't know how invested a lot of those guys still are in their program. A-State can have success in this one, there's no doubt, but they're they're going to have to execute better than we've seen them do in about three or four games, and, and I don't know how to talk myself into that you know I don't know how to talk myself into A-State having a successful day on offense when when we haven't seen the proof on the field in in over a month I agree with you I'm kind of leery about it too but I mean you know if we do lose the next two at least we won one more than we did last year we've gotten a little better the defense has gotten a little better and I gotta agree I'll listen to Oh, I got to agree with him. It does seem like the defense is scared even after halftime, you know, even coming out from halftime. 
Yeah, I do think, you know, I here's how A-State can win this week. And I and I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibilities. Lane Hatcher is a a great quarterback. He's going to be prepared. He's going to be ready. But he also can, can make some mistakes. And this A-State defense knows his tendencies. Now, does he know the A-State defense's tendencies as well? Yeah, sure. But there are some guys on that A-State defense that are big contributors that weren't here last year. And over the past few weeks, one of the things that that we haven't talked about as much as maybe we should is the fact that slowly but surely these A-State takeaway numbers are starting to creep up. The first entire half of the season, A-State barely was able to force any turnovers. But in three of the last four games now, they've had two takeaways in each of those games. Hatcher is a little bit mistake prone. So I feel like if the defense early can can set the tone with a takeaway or two, then that's the recipe for Arkansas State being able to come out on top. You're probably right there. Uh, but, you know, can our secondary handle what they have? I mean, you know, I think yesterday you said their receiving core is diminished. They're down to, like, five, right? Five scholarship players. Okay. So, I mean, I just wonder if the, you know, the D-backs can keep up. I mean, you know. I think part of that depends on on what D backs are out there. You know, A State has had they've they've had some injury issues in the secondary. Um, I, I'm not sure what the status is of Leon Jones, who would be a big help there at, at corner. You know, he's been out for a few games. I think Kenny Harris is good to go. You know, we saw him play great last week. He had that that big stop there on the the final play. And um, you know, if you've got some a little bit of depth there, then on paper A State should be able to win that battle. Right. And if we can get uh, pressure on him, because, I mean, I don't know how many sacks they've had this year, but uh, from what I've seen in some games, we ain't getting no issue. Yeah, A-State's got to do a better job of that. And to be honest with you, part of that might might have to do with with how healthy T.W. Ayers is, is if he's able to come back and, and compete or if, this is a situation where we see a, a redshirt freshman and a true freshman swapping out time and on the interior of the defensive line. Right. And the biggest thing we got to do this weekend is give our defense a chance to rest. Yeah. Man. No three and out. Yeah. But, well, my call. Y'all have a great and wonderful day, and go Red Wolf. Thank you for the phone call, Chuck. We'll see you. We'll also step aside for a quick break here. The Riot Fiber Hotline will be open during the break at 9303776, but we'll come back, uh, look around what else is going on in the sports world here on a Thursday on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Hello, everyone. John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. We all know the whole world has gone through a lot of changes over the past two years, and the automobile industry really has, too. But one thing that has not changed is the way we do business at George Kale Motors. No games, no gimmicks, just straightforward pricing and award-winning service after the sale. Oh, and one other thing that hadn't changed, the diehard support of our Red Wolves. We hope to see you at the vault and at George Kell Motors, too, off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. GMC and George Kell Motors, we are professional grade. 
save $80 on the spot at Plaza Tire Service when you purchase four in-stock Nokian One tires. That's instant savings right now at Plaza Tire Service. No forms to complete, no waiting for a card in the mail. Plus, you can make the purchase easy on your wallet with a Plaza Tire Service credit card. Featuring six months deferred interest on purchases over $149 or one of our no-credit-needed financing solutions. For a limited time, save 80 bucks instantly on four in-stock Nokian One tires for your car. Exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. Ah, fall. Cooler temperatures, falling leaves, a crisp breeze, fall storms, broken limbs, down trees. Yard work doesn't have to be scary this year with J&K Lawn and Tree Service. Jason and his crew take the fear out of tree trimming, limb cleanup, and yard fertilization. Give them a call today at 897-1329 to find all the ways they can save your yard from the horrors of falls gone by. That's J&K Lawn and Tree Service, 897-1329. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 220. 23 North Pruitt Street in Paragol, and they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 Pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The Glasses Shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragould, or Pocahontas locations. Eliminate, manage, and prevent pain in the comfort of your own home or workplace with Haynes Chiropractic. No traffic, no check-in, no wait. Haynes Chiropractic makes house calls. Don't let back pain keep you down. I'll come to you. Visit Haynes-Chiropractic.com to complete a pre-screening questionnaire. Same-day appointments may be available. Call 870-686-2252. That's 870-686-2252. Call me, Dr. Timothy Haynes, and schedule a house call today. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman and call 870-418-0790. Professional, convenient, reliable. You can count on it all at Central Buick GMC. Call today to schedule your service appointment. Central Buick GMC Service Department is open Monday through Saturday. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Buick GMC. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember GMC. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralbuickgmc.com. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone as we welcome in Ryan James for the first time today. Yes, yes. Running a tad. I just got back from a remote, but I'm here ready to finish out the show. Were you outside? 
Huh? Were you outside? Yeah, yeah. Well, for the first part, whenever I would to record the breaks, and those first few three, it was cold out. It was really cold out. I just, I just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it down a notch and quit whining about winter because it's, it's gonna be an awfully long next few months if we're. Yes, it will if, be. If, it's true. <laughs> we're already complaining this much to get started in November, That's but. Right. But again, at least thankfully, we're not going to deal with anything like like Buffalo is going to be dealing with oh, this this weekend. Sure. Yeah. Um, again, thankfully, you're not going to need you know some kind of crazy, insanely lifted vehicle to drive around in Jonesboro over you know multiple right. feet of yeah, snow, that's right. <laughs> like they will in New York. But um, if you do want to perhaps look at a vehicle that's going to be just a little bit more reliable for you this winter, I would highly recommend checking out the inventory at CavanaughCars.com. Just uh, look, nobody wants to, to be stranded um, during winter weather. Even if it's it's not going to be multiple feet of snow, it's still cold, it's still gross. Just make sure you have sound transportation as we look ahead to the next few months. They've got the full inventory of all of their vehicles there at KavanaughCars.com. So that's that's whether you know, you're looking at, at a Ford or a Kia or a Hyundai or whatever. It's all right there for you. Once you pick out that perfect ride, you can go, also go ahead and get pre-approved and uh, start start making your purchase. KavanaughCars.com. Check it in here on Foley. Don't think they're dealing with any weather there. Definitely not inside, which is where Arkansas State and Old Dominion are squaring off in volleyball. He stayed up 23-20 to 20 in the third set as they continue to try and uh, survive in advance in the Sunbelt Conference bracket. Elsewhere in other news and notes, uh, should be, should be a big night tonight for Paul Goldschmidt in the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, finally, feels like the... MLB season ended a month ago, but finally tonight they <laughs> announced the MVP honors. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, a finalist. Nolan Arenado, a finalist as well. Of course, Paul Goldschmidt has already won a Silver Slugger and a Tartan Hustle and a, I don't even know what all he was able to, to win so far this season. But not that he's necessarily a lock because there's no such thing, but he was the pre well he was the the early season favorite the mid-season favorite for this award I, I don't see any reason why he's not going to be able to take it home tonight but again we'll find out later on this evening of course last night MLB announced its Cy Young award winners it was a couple of well it was unanimous unanimous in both the AL and the NL and that's not something that happens a whole lot but you look at the American League and it was Justin Verlander winning the award uh, certainly not the first time he's won, but he became the first pitcher to win the award after not pitching at all the previous season. Of course, Verlander was so good this year, it's easy to forget that he was MIA in 2021. Um, he had Tommy John surgery, had a rehab, and then he comes back this year and had the best ERA of his career, 1.75, microscopic ERA. So he takes home Cy Young Award number three. You've got the complete kind of opposite story on on the National League side of things where it was Sandy Alcantara that was able to win his very first award. He's actually a couple years older than I thought, but he's still, you know, significantly younger uh, than than Justin Verlander as Alcantara is, is 27 years old and, of course, was just an absolute workhorse and then some for the Miami Marlins this season. I need to go through and look here at at innings pitched for 2022 because I'd just be curious how far ahead of everybody else that 
Alcantara was. Um, led the league in innings pitch. Led the league in incomplete games. Led the league in shutouts. Led the league in batter's face. And, of course, his numbers like ERA and, and strikeouts and things like that, those were, those were close to the top as well. 2.28 earned run average there for Sandy. And if he continues to pitch like that, certainly he will not be the, this will not be the only big award he is going to end up with in his career. Very, very good pitcher. Always going to be a little bit of, of the one that got away for the Cardinals, but what do you do? There's only there's only so much longer I can whine about that. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be like a cap limit at some point in time where you you, you got to stop with the coulda shoulda wouldas with Sandy Alcantara. I'll I'll get there one of these days. I absolutely promise, but maybe not today. Let me double check on what time those awards come out tonight. But I tell you what, uh, let me go ahead and and do that during the break. We'll step aside, take our last break of the day, come back and wrap things up here on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Johnny Lang stands to the left of the quarterback, James Blackman. Give it to Johnny trying to get out on that right edge. Johnny inside the 10. Johnny inside the 5. Going for the pylon, and he's in. Touchdown, Johnny Lane. The Red Wolves play their final road game of the season Saturday as they take on Texas State. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage begins at 1.20 Saturday afternoon with Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group. That's followed by the Arkansas Ford Dealers tailgate show at 2. Then from San Marcos, it's the Centennial Bank pregame show at 3 and kickoff at 4 o'clock. A-State football is sponsored in part by Bill's Cost Plus, Jim's Pawn Shop, Pico Foods, George Kell Motors, David Martin Office Interiors, More Air Conditioning, Elite Eye Care, Calmer Solutions, Gazaway Ace, The Social, Farmers Insurance Agent, Sarah Tipton, Collision Repair, and Denzo Manufacturing. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, every vehicle, new and pre-owned, is priced to sell at Central Nissan. If you want the best deal for Christmas, now's the time to shop. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. At the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. It's the countdown to the Big Black Friday tent sale at the Camo Shop, Lawson and Highway 1 in Jonesboro. Up to 70% off all merchandise under the Big Black Friday Camo Shop tent. A large selection of hooded sweatshirts starting at only 20 bucks. Get three pair of Made in the USA wool socks for only 6 bucks. Camo insulated hooded jackets, only 25 bucks. Yeah, only 25 bucks. And you don't have to get up early or wait in line. Friday 8 to 5. Saturday 9 to 5. The Big Black Friday Camo Shop tent sale at the Camo Shop. Lawson and Highway 1 South in Jonesboro. Hello, this is Sidney Moncrief, former Razorback and NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. 
When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org love. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us, by the way, on, on a Thursday. We, we appreciate you all. Last call on the KavanaughCars.com uh, question. Do you consider A-State, Texas State to be a budding rivalry? Is that matchup kind of kind of meh for you? You can get it on the Riot Fiber Hotline uh, by Ritter Communications by giving us a ring at 870-930-3776. Most of you, no, you're not. You're not feeling it. Sixty-five percent of you say say no. Um, there are about eighteen percent of you that that do see this being a, a rivalry, maybe you know, for the next couple years. And then a, a handful of you that think this is going to be a rivalry down the line, but right now you're just kind of, kind of not, not feeling it. Again, usually one of the things that it, it takes to make a rivalry is success, you know, by by both parties. And there have been times when, when these teams have played each other that, you know, A-State has been having some good years. But things are usually pretty lean around Texas State. And, of course, if, if your team's not very good, that usually means you're not talking much smack. <laughs> so so uh, that, uh, that rivalry is not exactly materialized. Don't know if there's ever going to be an A-State-Old Dominion volleyball rivalry. But uh, right now, Arkansas State... Uh, leading ODU in the Sunbelt Volleyball Tournament. Second round, two sets to one as the Red Wolves took set three, 25-21. So one set away from continuing to survive in advance in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Foley. I mentioned before the break that I wanted to just double check on when tonight's MLB MVP announcement was going to be coming out. That's going to be at 5 o'clock is when we'll start seeing news from that. Now, that's probably five. I don't know if that's the actual announcement or if that's a show or whatever. But right in that window, we'll start to find out whether or not Paul Goldschmidt was able to claim an MVP. Would be kind of interesting if you had all of that Sunbelt baseball representation in terms of some national award winners. 
Of course, Paul Goldschmidt, if you were unaware, he's a Texas State alum. That's where he played in college. Justin Verlander, an old Dominion alum. Now, of course, when he pitched for ODU, they were they were not in the Sun Belt, but you know, they are now, so we'll, we'll claim him, right? Is that how this works? Should be. Uh, last night, I know a lot of you were tuned in for Hogs in San Diego State, and of course, I was I was at, at A State, so I wasn't watching. But there were after that game, you know that that game was was trending a ton. I couldn't quite figure out why at first. Now, part of it was due to Trevin Brazil's dunk, which was just nasty, filthy. I'm pretty sure that uh, player for the Jackrabbits felt his soul leave his body on on that poster. But it was also a no-good, terrible, awful, very bad beat that happened at the end of, of that game. And uh, I think it... it, it uh, Arkansas maybe closed as a, a 15 and a half point favorite in that game. Of course, the final margin there was was 71-56. Of course, they did not cover, but here's what happened at at the end of that one. The Hogs were leading big throughout throughout the game. Of course, they they were leading big. And scoring kind of slowed up for everybody with a couple of minutes left. And the next thing you know, you get to the very tail end of that game outcome very clearly decided and with two seconds left Broden Lynn of South Dakota State made a three with two seconds left that means that Arkansas did not win by more than 15 and a half so a bad a bad beat there once again this is a segment I should just start referring to is why Kara doesn't gamble. <laughs> I don't do it. I, one, I'm not smart enough to make enough money. And then even, even you know, you look at games like that where, where you feel like, you know, what the outcome is going to be and what the outcome should be, and then the outcome ends up being different. So not not for me. You know, maybe if I was a, a high roller like, uh, like Mattress Mac, I might be all right throwing around a couple dollars, but I I am not. We are in very, very different tax brackets. By the way, Mattress Mac, if you know much about him at all, well, you know he sells mattresses, but you also know he is <laughs> he's kind of a degenerate gambler. Now, he does a lot of stuff for, for charity and for his business and things like that uh, with, with his winnings, but he makes absolutely insane, insane bets. In fact, he bet on the Astros to win the World Series. And so because of that bet, he actually ended up taking out, taking home the largest payout in U.S. sports betting history. But what happens after you win a bet like that? Well, you just make more. So on Tuesday, Mattress Mac put half a million dollars on the hometown team Houston Cougars 10 to 1 odds to win next year's NCAA tournament. So, of course, he would take home $5 million if the Cougars were to win the championship. Oh, by the way, he also later on in the day, because he had another million dollars just laying around, put a cool one mil on Houston at DraftKings. So he's got 1.5 on the Cougars for a total payout of $14 million. It must be nice. I don't even I don't even know what those numbers mean. Cannot comprehend that amount of money. <laughs> But, uh, you know, do what you do, Mattress Mac. Have, have fun with all of those bets. I'm glad, I'm glad that life is working for you. 
Looking ahead to tomorrow, we'll have some five for Friday picks for you. We'll continue to get you ready for Arkansas State football at Texas State. We'll probably share some audio with you uh, from defensive coordinator Rob Harley, maybe some audio from offensive lineman McKeelan Thomas. And, of course, we'll also get you ready for some A-State hoops and everything else that's going to be coming up this weekend. So that is a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone, though. Appreciate Keith Merritt hanging out with us in our number one. Make sure you keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next. It's a travel day for the drive with Cade Carlton. He'll be back coming up later. Of course, have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great day.